0: Ticket Water Cooler brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln on 927 a ticket and the ticket FM.com.
1: We're back here on the Ticket Water Cooler and a day that will, uh, Live in, I don't know, infamy maybe. I don't know. It depends on how you look at it. But a day that we'll remember as uh, UCLA and USC uh, package deal coming to the Big Ten. It's about ninety percent done. It's, the move is uh, is under the works, but it's not quite signed, uh, done deal. So we'll kind of see how that plays out in the remaining days. But it just leads to so many different conversations. Uh, mostly that the college football, as you know it, is is officially dead. Uh, it's 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 gonna get a major facelift. Look completely different here in a few years, and that's what people have been saying the last few years, um, is that 10 years from now, you won't even recognize the sport. I think that for the most part, and I know some people are going to disagree, and you're going to have your nostalgic takes and all that stuff, and I'm right there with you. I like college football. 1998's my prime year for college football, uh, but in any case... <laughs> uh, I, th- I, I, You know, it, it's going to look completely different. I think more of like an NFL model when we go to two major uh, conferences. Um, I hope that many of these brands aren't left behind, um, and it's going to be different. But more, most importantly, I think you're still going to have – it's still going to feel special. I don't care how you decide playoffs or whose conferences and what. When USC is taking on Ohio State in the horseshoe, that's cool. You know
0: the problem in all of this, though? And we can talk about the playoff because it's very interesting. You guys got to remember – College football is, for the most part, built around the academic year. And the NFL is playing the Super Bowl in February. If you switch to an NFL playoff format, do you only play seven, eight regular season games? Because you got to think, your your season is essentially going to be extended into February. You're going to be playing
1: every week in the playoff. And right now, the playoffs is just two weeks. I I don't know if you need to expand a whole lot more than what we're talking. Maybe eight Eight
0: teams. Eight or 12. Teams. You yeah. can't,
1: but th- this is the thing,
0: though. If you do that, what's the format? Do four teams get a bye? Do two teams? Because the NFL playoffs is long, guys. And if you're right. doing two super conferences, I think the most likely scenario is that you would have seven teams on each side in a playoff, and that would be like an NFL-style format. And then your regular season would have to be shorter, wouldn't it? Or do you start the yeah. season earlier? I was going to
2: say, maybe, but then you have to you worry about the academic year.
0: And that's what normally, again, it's it, they've shown that they don't really care about the no, no no, no at this no, point, no. Yeah. but normally, it's built around the academic year as much as you possibly
1: can. Is that just a thing of the past? I think I think as as you move forward, I think, again, we have to start focusing on college football as its own league. And I don't know. If that's, that hasn't happened yet. There's been nothing in the movement there. But, again, I think that there needs to be a breakaway from football and then the rest of the, the, the sports because it's just too big at this point And nothing proves it more than what's going on right now. Um, so I, I think that needs to be an adjustment in the future. I also think ch- uh, conference championship games, do they still have – I mean, if you're going to have that big of a playoff with these big conferences, is there room for that? You don't do that in the NFL. You just play, you know, regular season right. games, crown little uh, NFC East champions, but yeah. you might break in your own pods. Whoever's got the best record can get that, but do you need a conference championship game or, I mean, those are already with the playoff and especially if you expand the playoff, kind of useless and almost just a sidestep for some teams because it like, doesn't benefit you to win them at times.
2: Here, here's the crazy thing. So David said this, get rid of the quote-unquote, unquote, preseason college games, the non-conference games. Mm-hmm. And it's essentially a seven or eight-game season anyway. No more cupcake money games. That's an interesting part. What do these small schools do? Cupcake exactly. money games
1: are huge, by the what, way, for what, everybody. What are those small revenue. schools that's what anybody. Anybody. That's, that's what i, yeah. Saying. Yeah. That's, exactly what I that's, a, that's
2: exactly what I was going to say. Like Louisiana Lafayette would get one point however many million dollars to come to Nebraska and get their butt whooped. Like that's what they got. Like or, that's, that's that's how they try, fund their program. Troy can burger. get that or, much or Troy, money to come and win. Troy, Troy can win. That's, <laughs> that's why that's why Troy came to Nebraska, then LSU the following year. That's yeah. why that's why Tennessee Chattanooga goes to Alabama every year. They know Citadel. They know it's gonna be a fifty six to thirteen loss, but they're gonna be making a lot of money. It's gonna doing fund it. their entire
0: program yes. for that season.
2: And yeah. so and and David makes a good point. It's essentially a seven or eight game season anyway, after the non con games, and that's that's correct. But what happens to I mean, Cincinnati used to be that team. Cincinnati used to be one of those yeah. teams, and then it just slowly—I mean, it took Luke Fickle getting there, Desmond Ritter finding a diamond in the rough to get there, and Sauce Gardner and, and some other players. But UCF was an 0 well, and 12 program, and they're not a Power Five team. And, and that's yeah. even that those those teams get even are, are obviously financially set better than a McNeese State would be. Or think about other teams: Akron, Ida, Idaho, Akron. I mean, that's you fund your whole athletic department off of these couple losses. But what you want with all losses. those
1: teams, too. Those teams always, what we've argued is, oh, there's no chance that they can make the playoffs and, and all this and, and that is that when you do have these two super conferences, I think you're going to have a league above the FCS and below the super conferences uh, for the teams that get left behind in this race. And they will have their own thing. I mean, and we can watch that too. um, And maybe it will be kind of interesting there and hopefully can kind of fund themselves. But um, these moves aren't made with the little guys in mind. These moves are made with the people that are are in and going to make a lot more money and continue to make a lot more money and and grow and and expand with the SEC and the Big Ten. Um, I just I I'm just fascinated to see if if because you're a couple moves away. We've talked about the teams that are kind of standing in the way: Oregon, Washington, um, Notre Dame, Clemson, Miami, Florida State. If those teams join those other conferences, then it's like dying. it doesn't matter what you do. You're just one of those teams that's left on the outside. Do you try to formulate your own nationwide? big conference that clearly doesn't have the names of the SEC in the, in the big 10. And would they include you, your new conference in their plans moving forward? I'm not sure they do keep in mind. Also the SEC has had their own ideas of just doing their own championship, their own conference. Um, so maybe, I mean, we all hope Or I guess, I guess the idea is the big 10 and the SEC, as they establish these super conferences, agreed with one another to meet together they could just do it singularly. I mean, we could have college football just split and have different champions that way, which would really be somewhat nonsensical. But everybody's got to got to come together and agree on this in the end.
0: the uh, I mean, the BCS kind of gives that right. You had co champions. I don't know if you'd re- you'd reach a co champion. Well, BCS was situation. there to get
1: out of the co champions. You still had it with. Well, I guess before mm-hmm. before right. BCS, but you still me. had co champions in the in and the even BCS. the BCS. Yeah, uh,
0: and it's just. Also, Texter says, "Look at the College World Series. That's the other problem about this too. Is like those teams play every day. You you can play a game of baseball every yeah. day, and you can play three game series. Nick Saban, if it's if it was up to him, he would have two weeks to prepare for these teams. You have to have at least a week in between. And and I, I like that you guys bring up to the little guy like." And I hate bringing up Virginia Tech, but they're a perfect example of this. You're kind of right in the middle. Your revenue on the, at the ACC level, right in the middle. of uh, On the Power Five, you're right in the middle. If one of these two conferences don't ask you, do you have to go to a completely different format? Like, is it just the big boys compete for the national championship, there's a middle-tier national championship, and then FCS? Because yeah. teams like that, I mean, you're screwed. What, what can you do if one of these conferences don't want you? And I assume that the Power Five will ultimately split into two mega conferences. But then you have the issue, what happens when one season Nebraska plays the toughest teams in the conference, and then the next year they play the easiest? Are you really telling me they're the best representative of that conference? Probably not, because there's going to be, what, 25 teams on each side? Yeah. 30? Scheduling's
1: a mess. It's
0: a complete disaster.
1: Um, You know, as far as fairness, it's somewhat of a mess. Um, I don't know how they're going to figure out because I mean that when we talk about the NFL model, sure it makes a whole lot of sense, but they are down. I mean they they have somewhere around thirty teams in the in, you know college football. We're talking about doubling that,
0: right? And when you right. play that yeah. long of a
1: schedule, yeah, I mean things kind of work themselves out, and that's why I wouldn't worry about it too much, is because they do. But you can't go. I I think conference championship games are. Um, unless they're used as direct ways to get into uh the playoff are a t- a thing of the past but it because it's hard to decide how are you going who's going to be in those championship games when you have all these different pods again it, it it just scheduling's a mess uh the way that this is folding down you know they're going to have to figure out a, a fair way to do it but to be honest college football's never been fair and it's just the numbers you cannot uh, you can't you can't really be fair but when you have a 12 game season you, most of the time it has Worked out its way that, you know, kind of the three or four mm-hmm. best teams at the end, and I think you'll be, still be able to do that. Um, but as far as on paper making S- it fair, I don't know if you're that's the see thing
0: it. is scheduling wise. I don't know if you can't like what happens when Alabama gets one season scheduled Clemson, Ohio State, Utah and LSU. But then Nebraska scheduled Rutgers, Indiana, Maryland. Well, it's going to be the whole strength of like schedule Colorado. conversation
2: again. Yeah. It's, it's going to be the same conversations. I, as you guys have been going back and forth, I've kind of stayed out of it, um, just kind of surfing through Twitter and, and seeing what's new. This comes from an Oregon beat writer. All right. Oh no! Here we go. <laughs> they're the next domino. Aren't well, they're
1: definitely. They? I mean, everybody in the this, Pac-12 this, has a headache. Right. This now.
2: comes from James Crepia, an Oregon beat writer, covers Pac-12 football as well. University of Oregon spokeswoman response to request for comment regarding UCLA and USC's move and asked if he has been in touch with Kevin Warren or anyone else at the Big Ten for Oregon to go to the conference. He replied with nothing to add at this point.
1: Hmm.
0: (laughs) Does that not sound like a yes? No, I wouldn't say it sounds like a yes. I think it's Oregon probably doesn't want to get because they probably feel screwed in this situation, and you have to be very smart with your next move. It's similar to Kevin Warren when you're signing this media contract; you got to be really smart. And Oregon, and the thing is, Oregon is kind of that interesting team because I would say they're the best one left outside of Notre Dame, which is in a conference. Out of the teams in a conference that aren't the ACC, out of the Big Twelve and the Pac twelve, <laughs> Oregon is the, Oregon's Ooh,
2: the last. I'm not domino. sure. I like Oklahoma State a lot.
1: I do, but not as prowess, much as Phil Knight yeah. and Oregon money. Or Oregon. Sexiness. Has. Sexiness. Sexiness. Oregon right. is the it's last Oregon.
0: domino I would say to fall. I agree. Sexiness wise. So you got to be very smart because the SEC, now that the Big Ten's doing this, it's a free for all. I bet you the SEC's probably already in contact with Oregon. Greg, Greg Sankey's. I bet you right Greg now. Greg Sankey's going wild right I now. I guarantee it right now. And if, if you're Oregon, you better make the, the right move here because you are probably the last one outside of, like I said, Notre Dame, and then you have the ACC, which could be a complete and total mess, disaster, but I, I don't blame him for saying that. Who's the highest bidder at this point? Who, is, is Oregon the last domino well, to fall that the, decides which here, one here's, is the mega conference? Here's the
2: deal. The Big Ten's going to be the one that has more money right now, more money to offer because of the media rights deal. If you add Oregon, you can probably predict right now that the media rights deal with USC, UCLA, and the rest of the Big Ten is probably about $1.3, $1.5 billion. If you add Oregon in there... Then you're you're going up towards two billion.
1: Yeah, I like how I like how you go from one billion to two billion with three teams. Look at the three teams. Look at the three teams are fourteen teams to get to one point five, including sorry. Ohio State, Michigan. I'm sorry that like, I can't I I'm Nebraska. sorry that
2: USC is sexier than Illinois box.
1: It's not Illinois. I'm just telling you, I'm not sure if your math I mean you're just doubled up the media <laughs> rights revenue based on adding a few. Would teams. you be surprised? I wouldn't be completely Everybody's shocked, scrambling. But I wouldn't say those are the numbers necessarily. I wouldn't necessarily say you're the You were you were at you were
2: you were at 1 billion with the 14 teams you have. Now you bring in a team in USC that has all the eyeballs in the country on them this year and for years to go, while or years to come while Lincoln Riley is there, you have UCLA which you're in the, the biggest Rose Bowl. you're in the, one of the largest <laughs> markets in the country in Los Angeles. And you go out and get Oregon. That's the top three, two, three of the top teams in the Pac-12.
1: Yeah, no doubt. I, I get that. I'm just and saying. And everybody, I don't know if Amazon, Fox. Doubles. Well,
2: Fox is happy as can, as can be right now because they, they got the Big Ten locked up right now. They're a minority owner the Big Ten network, all that. But you sit here, and if you're Amazon, you're NBC, you're CBS, you're freaking out because you're trying to get the Big Ten. Because you know ESPN has the SEC locked up. So people are going to be asking astronomical numbers. You forget that also with the Big Ten with Kevin Warren, they have two Fox executives helping them out, trying to make sure that they get a fair contract. So the Fox executives are going to be like, yo, you're going to be able to strong arm Amazon to give you more money. It was already at $1 billion before any of this. <laughs> I just don't know if you go
1: up to $2 billion. That's a big jump. <laughs> if they get
2: Oregon and one other team...
1: You're going two billion.
2: I'm going I'm going <laughs> close to two billion. <laughs> Give me three. I'm just I'm just telling you, I think it's gonna be a lot higher than people realize. I, well, I think it's
1: because it definitely is helped by today's moves. Like um, yeah,
2: I, I just I, I seriously think that it's gonna be a lot higher than people think
1: yeah i, I mean it, it, it's 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 just crazy we'll take a quick break here on the uh, ticket water cooler on the block we'll be up here in about 15 minutes so we'll get strict uh thoughts on all this stuff as uh we don't really have a rundown you don't really need one today we're just going to keep talking about this conference realignment there's so many different ways to look at it uh, we will continue that next coming up here on the ticket water cooler uh-huh.